podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offer the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. What an incredible afternoon it was at Goodison Park on the Sunday. Everton getting a vital win against Chelsea. The atmosphere... The smoke bombs, the celebration, everything was absolutely perfect. And the lads on the pitch and Frank Lampard on the sidelines got the job done. Absolutely wonderful. I'm sure by now you've all listened to the instant reaction that was up yesterday with Mark Mosey, Keith Tomlin, Les Roberts and Matt Flusk. Uh, earlier today, myself, Dave Downey and Rob Vera got together to have a chat about it all as well. Couldn't wait to speak about it this week, so got together a day earlier we usually do subscribers weekly. And here's a bit of it coming up now. Uh, just a reminder, if you want to join us over on Patreon on Blue Room Extra for what is going to promise to be a dramatic run-in and a chaotic final five games, it's patreon.com slash the Blue Room Extra. Looks at about a pound a week. And of course, over the summer, whether it's to stay up or go down, we will have all the fallouts and all the developments and all the transfer news as well. So start of the month is the best time to get involved. You get that first month in full in that case so it's patreon.com slash the blue room extra uh, here's a little bit of the show we recorded earlier today we have a talk about the scenes at Goodison Park before the game and the atmosphere inside the stadium as well these sort of situations where teams you know think things have gone so badly We've had such so many poor results. We've had so many, you know, bad decisions go against us in recent weeks in, in regards to VAR. I think it does have the potential to rip a football club and rip a fan base apart. And you've seen it at times in the past of clubs like Newcastle, where there's been wild things happening at their stadiums when they they you know going down. West Ham a few years ago, we had the fella come out on the, the pitch with a the corner flag, and you know th- those clubs and those fan bases have, have imploded amid the the adversity that's been heaped upon them by the poor results. So I think it's it's take everyone who was involved in setting that up yesterday, everyone who was down there, everyone who's kept the faith despite what happened for Burnley on the Saturday and despite what's happened to us this season, everyone who was involved in that needs to give themselves a massive pat on the back because that was a beautiful thing yesterday. It, mm-hmm. To see the players and the fans come together with such synergy and for... For everyone to sort of get what they deserve for putting the effort in, you know, the players. What, what I sort of loved about it is that the, the fans put so much effort into to get the atmosphere going, and it was not only reciprocated by the players and their performance, but the goal he scored was sort of very reciprocating of that as well. In the sense of Richardson doesn't give up; he keeps on going and he wins it back. And just to see that all come together yesterday, you know, that, as Dave mentioned there, I think, I think Dave's probably more prone to shedding a tear than I am. When it comes to Everton, but but I, I was certainly close to it yesterday, given the way in which that result not only came about, but but what we saw before the game. Well, it it was certainly an environment that the moment demanded, wasn't it? I, I I'm I think what struck me so much about it, and I think what has I think what made an impression even on those who are um, 
who are watching this, like who were watching the game yesterday and, and disconnected from Everton and you know in particular, or even Chelsea, I, I think that um, what they saw was something truly authentic, uh, truly organic. Like it, it was, you know, this was uh, we we've lived through I don't know how many attempts this season uh, that that felt. Um, a bit disjointed, if you will, from certain factions of, of the fan base to create an environment, send a message, whatever. Um, I don't know what, what it was. I, I don't know if it was just that we were in the last six games and this particular one was so important. I don't know if it was the Burnley result, though I think that that had something to do with it. But But suddenly... All of the stuff that we have been weighed down by and all of the stuff that has really divided the fan base has uh, fueled the, the same old discussions about the players who've let us down, the managers who've let us down, the, the, the management and the ownership and everything, all the, the usual issues that we talk about. It's like it's like yesterday something clicked and there was this decision made without anyone actually kind of consciously making it that for the next six games, nothing else matters. Um, all of these old divisions, all of these grudges and beefs and, um, you know, all of the issues with the club, you know, they're all still there. But it's it felt yesterday like there was a there was a decision that was just sort of collectively made by everyone involved, the fans, the players, what have you, to simply live for these six games. Um, I, I, I don't know how these things just suddenly click the way they do, but it, it did yesterday. It felt real. It felt different. Um, I, I think everyone was just for, for a lack of a better way to say it, that doesn't just sound ridiculously cliche. I mean, I think everyone was just behind the team. The team was, uh, responsive to the fans. The, the, the moment suddenly fit perfectly with the, or, or let me put it this way, that the, the collective effort and output of everyone involved matched what the moment demanded. And it was just, it was, it was something like I, I've never seen before. Like I, you know, I've been to Goodison, you know, several times I've been to games. Um, I, I think yesterday was, was one of those times, not that there haven't been many of them before where I said I would give a year off my life if I could have been there today. I, I, I thought it was, it was something so magical and so special and uh, it goes beyond cynicism and, and for, for Everton to, to get the result out of that, that they so desperately needed to radically shift the fortunes of 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 their outlook in regards to relegation even if we're still in the bottom three uh the, the math the, the mathematical calculation of it has changed significantly since then it, it, everything uh everything the 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 mo you know the, this this entire day um whether it's the the dog <laughs> being carried carried like a like a like a conquering king through a crowd or it was uh it was the particular moments of the game the goal 
the the final whistle um everything in between it's its own 20,000 word think piece essay and the irony that that so many allegedly gifted you know football writers wasted their their gifts on that game uh you know the the derby last week when they should have been uh they, they should have been at goodison yesterday that they they missed something um but we didn't and we'll never forget this like i i, I i'm not saying that everything's going to be perfect and everything's going to be okay matt we talked about the idea that everton are certainly going to get what they deserve one way or the other uh but but yesterday felt special and yesterday felt uh, like, like it, it felt like we had figured something out and we had decided to put certain things aside because there's only one thing that matters now and that's survival. Yeah. I think in, in the past day when we've done shows and we've spoken about the atmosphere and the things like that potentially happening before the game, <laughs> I think one of the things that I've sort of said a few times to myself is that it's all, it feels like it, you need a, a goal and you need a target that can, can help ignite the fan base and, and get them, you know, all together and all behind the team and in a way that's sort of on a different level to, to what it has in the past. And obviously that goal, I think, was either going to be us pushing for a trophy or pushing for the Champions League place, which of course is not happening this season, or it was going to be pulling this team out of the mire and getting behind them to preserve our Premier League status. And unfortunately, it is the latter. But I think what's what's really important to think about what happened yesterday is that you mentioned it yourself, you know, when you were speaking a little bit earlier, you could see it on Anthony Gordon's face. You could see it on Alex Awobi's on his Snapchat. Maybe you couldn't see it on Fabian Dell's face as much in that video. But you could see what Frank Lampard said after the game. You could see what Seamus Coleman said after the game. And you could see the way in which what happened outside the stadium carried into the stadium, and that in turn had a knock-on effect on the place performance then. And I think what's going to be really important now is the people who are maybe hesitant about getting involved in, in these sorts of things who maybe would have thought, and I hate this phrase, it was cop-out behaviour. The evidence is there now. You know, it's, it's clear that this works. It's clear that the players like it. It's clear that the manager likes it. And it's clear that when the fans are united and when the fans get behind the team and when the fans are willing to work together and work harder in their support of the team, then there is a knock-on effect and it's it's a positive one. Well, I, first of all, I, I don't I don't really care who it's related to. I don't really care um, who thinks it is, whether it's anything to do with Liverpool FC, Man United FC. I don't I don't care who it who it's, who it, who it bothers um, and people to say those words. Listen, I, I I all of us I think as a, each each person as a fan, if it was to help or somehow get close to this football club and this team at the moment actually getting what we need to stay in the division, we'd all go and do it without a blink of an eye. I certainly would. I don't, I don't really, you know, I'm not going to get into the, the realms of what, what, how, how far would you go to save Everton and stupid things like that, which will undoubtedly be asked on um, on podcasts of different clubs and stuff like that. Well, Rob, uh, Robert Jordan is willing to give a year off his life, so you know um, <laughs> that's that's that's, that's a lot. <laughs> hey, it's 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 you know technically speaking, guys, it's very early in the morning. I'm certainly uh, not had all my caffeine yet, so I I I, I opt to take that back if, if medically necessary later. <laughs> There's been some shouts on the blue room in the last 24 hours. Keith said, "Well, you'll get an Alex Werby tattoo. We'll stay up," you know. 
everyone's getting very carried away and I love it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get I'll get a Rondon. I'll get a Rondon tattoo if we stay up. Anyway, no, oh, won't really. Um, unless people will start getting that sort of thing going. I thought he was pure comedy when he came on at the end, by the way. <laughs> when he, when he, he pulled off some, some sort of skill, I don't even know if he was trying to do it, where he almost goes through on goal to have a shot, um, when everyone's literally screaming at him. Every blue in this city screaming at him, just take it to the fucking corner, please. Um, I, I thought that was quite funny too at the end of it. But yeah, um, look, I, I don't want to go down, down the the side of it that we seem to discuss every single every single day um, certainly for the, the the best part of the last nine months with this football club but um, I, I think the actual performances stuck up for what what we what we needed them to do in, in regards to how everybody put themselves into this as as a as a fan as a, they all had an idea of what we needed to do away from the actual pitch itself in order for the players who go onto the pitch to actually have something to fight for. And I don't always think that's been the case, really. And and, and that's why it's it, it's relatively sad. I think every Blue waking up this morning, I presume many of them will be really hungover as well um, on, on what happened at Goodison. And people are saying, well, look, this is this is the blueprint of how we should really do this sort of thing and, and um, before games and things like that. Can you imagine how good we'd be if this is how it how it worked out? I, I think the fact that this worked out um, is for a couple of reasons, really. One of one of them is because it's it's gotten that low and that difficult for these guys who, let's face it, have been letdowns for the most part of the season, have needed something of this magnitude by supporters to give them a kick and get them into a relatively decent performance or a you know a powerful performance, a strong performance to get them three points over the line. Now, where we've seen that, not to this extent, obviously, but where we've seen the fans have lifted them enough this season, which we have at home at Goodison, the fans have been absolutely fantastic. It, the reason we see why that is required, simply put, is in the away performances because we've won one game away from home. Um, obviously, there aren't anywhere near as many of us going to these games as there are at Goodison. All the away fans go there, scream their heads off, do exactly what they do at Goodison. But obviously, it's 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 quietened out because you're playing at an away stadium and you can hear their fans more. It's the way football works. But I think that points the, the the bigger thing that that shows us all is how important the fans are to the team at Goodison. Simply at Goodison. Um, because, you know, could you imagine us going to Chelsea and doing that? No. Can you imagine us going to where we have to go to against Leicester? This will be the... I really hope I'm wrong, but this is this this is the type of thing that will be the reminder of why these players need the fans as, as much as what we saw against Chelsea, because we're going away from home and all of them aren't there. The, the Everything that happened before it... Um, the, all, all the things we've seen outside Goodison Park before it, and then inside the ground of everybody singing their heads off, um, nobody having a you know everybody having a sore throat today, all that sort of thing. It can't physically can't happen going away from home. So what I what I'd like to think of that in turn is finally or surely on today, uh, yesterday's game of all games, these players that have let us down all season, the 90% of them that have finally get it 
finally understand what that club means to us and what we we how far we're willing to go in order for that team to get three points and keep us in the league. Um, rather than just being a load of lads these days, like you see at so many football clubs who are getting ridiculous amounts of money to play football. Um, yesterday was cathartic in many ways, and I really hope I mean that, it, and, and that is meant by the players. Because Frank Lampard gets it. He's got it since he walked in. If you see his reactions to how the fans have been, see the reactions when we score goals. If you, if you didn't know him or, or realise or understand or was ever told that he was a Chelsea legend, You'd think he was an Evertonian, wouldn't you? If you didn't know that. You see the way he reacts to everything that happens in a game for us. And I love that. I think it's I think that's brilliant. And it gives I think it gives an even an extra dimension to what the fans are doing and thinking and seeing, watching him breathe everything with us. Then yeah, I mean and again I don't want this to to, to get negative, but it feels like it has to get that far, that that deep into how poor we've been result-wise this season to get a kick out of these lads um, and and I think that hopefully I really do hope because I saw it when we, when you see these Instagram videos from like Anthony Gordon who's probably one of the very very few exceptions but when you see others like looking at it and getting really excited about it and looking at it thinking what the hell is this I've never, I've never witnessed this before they see that and realise what this means for them to just put a shift together because Look, many people will say this and many people will also say that it's a ridiculous thing to say is we actually do have some good footballers there and yet it, it, it seems like for, for, for an entire eternity that they've been with us they just simply can't put anything together we well, haven't seen what they did yesterday and they put two and two together and think you know what that's why I felt that extra bit of spark that I needed to play well against a side like Chelsea then Look, maybe they actually do come to the party that we've been screaming, shouting, and trying to do ever since Everton have been in the shit. The dark web can be like a restaurant for identity thieves. Hi, ready to order? I'll have the driver's license number. Great, that comes with a home address or a birth date. Ooh, both, please. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. If you become a victim, we'll work to fix it. No one can monitor all transactions, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Identity theft protection starts here. Sports Social Podcast Network.